I believe a healthy mind creates a healthy life. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa, creator of the Healthy Hustlers podcast and mama who is obsessed with self-development and personal growth. Passionate about helping make positive change, I'm here to help transform the way you think one healthy conversation at a time. This four-part series, Dear Future Self, has been designed to give you practical tools and helpful tips to master your mindset, overcome limiting beliefs, and gain a fresh perspective so you can realize that you are wildly capable of achieving your wildest dreams. With the help of my knowledgeable guests, the aim is to help inspire you to shine bright through positive thinking, manifestation, and powerful mindset practices. During this series, you'll gain the tools and know-how you need to transform your thoughts and start embodying your future self today. For the final episode of the Dear Future Self series, I am so excited to be joined by my soul sister, the manifestation guru, Georgie Stevenson. Georgie is a very familiar voice on this show, always kindly sharing her wisdom and lessons learned along the journey. Georgie is the host of the Rise and Conquer podcast, which she created for those who want to take ownership of their lives, live unapologetically, and are ready to turn their dreams into reality. She is also the creator of the Rise and Conquer Project, a six-week online course that teaches you her exact manifestation process for calling in your desires and making your dream life your reality. This is the same formula that Georgie has used to get clear and take bold action on creating and launching her natural supplements company, which in under two years has become a multi-million dollar empire. Georgie has mentored thousands of women through this project that she launched in 2020, giving them the confidence and know-how to raise their vibrational energy, map out their goals and desires and take bold action. Buckle in because this episode is jam-packed with knowledgeable advice that will help you take your manifesting powers to the next level. This episode of The Healthy Hustlers is proudly brought to you by Pure Harvest's new range of delicious nut milks. Available in three dairy-free flavors, nut bliss, lush almond and creamy cashew, you'll never have to worry about having ordinary milk again. Pure Harvest's new range of No Ordinary Milks are available at leading independent supermarkets and health food stores Australia-wide. Hello, my beautiful friend, Georgie. Welcome back to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. How are you today? Hey, Mads. I am good and I'm so excited to be back on the pod. We've had a few tech issues, but we're now FaceTiming and (laughs) love that for us. (laughs) Oh my God, I literally love that like we are both two podcasters and we cannot for the life of us get a recording done in a like no. normal amount of time. This is crazy. But we're on FaceTime so I can at least see your beautiful face, which is the most important thing. But um, yeah, I'm really excited to have you back on the show today because you are the manifestation guru and today's episode is all about really being able to manifest the life of our dreams and I really want to give the listeners some really great tips and tricks and takeaways that they can start um, injecting into their life today to really start manifesting those big dreams and desires. So I guess in your opinion, what does manifestation actually mean to you? I've had a bit of a journey with manifesting, but essentially for me, manifesting is being very intentional about what you desire 
that coming from your heart space and basically bringing something, you know, tangible, attracting it into your life through your intentions and beliefs and aligned action. So there's a lot more that goes into manifestation than just, you know, positive thinking. That's some people think, but essentially it is creating your own reality where if you can think something, if you can believe something, then you can attract it into your life. I love that because I think a lot of people do really hear the word manifestation and think it's a bit woo-woo and think, oh, just because you think something, you can do it. But I know you have such a deep process of this and it's some work you've done for a really long time. So can you give us some insight into your personal manifestation process and what really works for you? I kind of got into manifesting through personal development. So I first got into, you know, podcasts and books and I think I even through podcasts, a couple of people, you know, have been throwing around the term and I was like, this can't be true. Like, you know, what what is this? And so I looked into it a lot and I've been on a journey of, you know, reading a lot of books, listening to a lot of podcasts of what other people do and think and kind of making my own formula. So that's something I teach in my Rise and Conquer Project course. And it's kind of like this full 10-step formula, which would honestly take me hours to go into. So I will just kind of like briefly chat about it. But basically for me, manifesting is about being super clear about what you want and why you want it. Anything I'm manifesting, I'm very much attaching an emotional why. So why do I want this thing? How is it going to change my life? How is it going to make me feel? Really really getting into the depths of that because Really manifesting is just like attracts like. So the whole thing is getting on the same vibration of the thing you're trying to attract. So I find that a lot easier when I can kind of get into the emotional side. And like a lot of my uh, students in the project will do the manifesting meditations and go, you know, it brought me to tears. Like, is this a good or bad thing? And I'm like, honestly, that's an amazing thing because it means there's a lot of emotion behind your why. And it's like, it's very strong. And I'm a huge believer that desires and wants are put on your heart for a reason. So I think it's like sometimes we can get in our head and be like, oh, you know, it's selfish for me to want this new car or, you know, want this or that. But I'm just such a big believer that like if I have something on my heart that I want, that was actually put there for a reason and I'm meant to have it. And that's like a really strong core belief too that you need to really lock into. So yeah, getting clear on what you want, why you want it, why you need to get clear on what you want is, you know, I'm sure you've heard this in every other self-development podcast, but it's the whole, you know, when you want a new car and you decide which car you want and then you start seeing it everywhere is your brain. You've told your brain, I now want this and it is picking up, you know, 
that particular thing. So especially when we want something, we have to be very clear. And I have, you know, a whole exercise that goes into the details of this because when we're clear on what we want, our brain can pick up things that it might have otherwise ignored. So maybe it's picking up stuff like getting introduced to someone who knows someone who can get you the job you want. Stuff like that, it's like we need to be very clear because we will find that our brain will pick up things that it would usually ignore. So then also, you know, having that really strong why. And then the third step is really, you know, making sure you're on the vibe of what you're trying to attract. So I'm a huge person that, you know, I journal, I meditate, I sit in the feeling of if it had already happened and how would I feel because that's obviously the vibe we want to get to. A huge component of manifesting, which again, this is like (laughs) hard to explain on like a, you know, the limited time we have, but If you are trying to manifest something, but you have a limiting belief on why you can't have that thing or deep down inside, there's a worthiness issue there, you're not going to manifest that thing. And I I will often have girls in the project who go, oh, you know, I'm trying to manifest this thing. It's not happening. Um, You know, this doesn't work. And I straight away go, what in you doesn't believe you deserve this thing? Or what in you believes that if you get this thing, something bad will happen? Because there's so many people who are like, you know, I want more money. I want, you know, this new job. I want this and that. But deep down inside, if they were to get more money, maybe their family would ask for it. Or maybe they're scared they would lose it or invest in the wrong thing. And so those little things are called limiting beliefs that are often honestly subconscious, like on the outside, we're like, yeah, of course we want money and abundance and love and all these things. But like deep down inside, there's often these subconscious um, patterns that we get from our childhood. And so it's about really getting into why don't I think I deserve this? For example, if someone was to come up to me and hand me $100,000, I would be like, fuck yes, you know, this is my money. Like, because I've done so much money work and so much work around abundance in my head, I would have been like, you know, I've worked for this somehow. This is, you know, from this or that or whatever. But there would be so many people who wouldn't be able to, you know, would freak out, would not be able to accept that, would feel unworthy. And that's why a lot of, you know, lottery winners are broke in the next couple of years because they can't actually hold on to abundance because they haven't done the energetic work of actually receiving and accepting things. So again, a bit of attention. And that's like, guys, if you're manifesting something and it's not working, I want you to write down like, Deep down, what inside is there somewhere, somewhere deep inside is there that says you can't have that thing and then start asking, you know, the questions and the whys and that sort of thing because, yeah, you've got a limiting belief, but you can disarm them. You can, you know, choose a new story, which is the whole thing I do in my course. And then after that, a huge thing with manifesting is aligned actions. So like I said, I'm a big believer on things in your things are put on your heart for a reason. So for me, I'm like, the next step has to come. 
it has to be there. If I, you know, have this new project I want to do, I know the next step will come. I know the perfect person, you know, to help me or whatnot will do. But a lot of people don't believe that. And they're like, oh my God, I've got to, you know, figure it out and whatnot. So a huge thing about manifestation is aligned action. So it's not just oh, okay, I know what I want. I know why I want it. And I can, you know, sit there and meditate and get on the vibe, but you need to take action. And the huge thing with action is just making sure when I say aligned, it just means, I guess, action from the heart space. So for example, if you have this new project, you want to launch a business and, you know, everyone on social media says you need to start an Instagram, you need to start an email list, you need to do it that way. But in your heart, if you're like, I don't want to do it that way, or it doesn't feel good to me, you know, to be on Snapchat, or I don't want to create a YouTube, but everyone's telling you to do it. If the action doesn't feel good to you, like intuitively, that's not the right action for you. So that's actually a huge thing with manifesting is you really want to be an intuitive person first. You really want to be locked into yourself. You really want to get to know yourself because it's going to be so much easier to know aligned actions, to read signs from the universe and various stuff like that. And then the last component of manifesting, (laughs) yes, I'm getting there, is surrender and letting go. And this is, you know, manifestation is law of attraction and law of attraction is knowing that, you know, the universe has your back, that whatever is meant for you will not miss you. So if something is not happening, you know, if you're manifesting something and it's not happening, it's either because it's just not happening yet. It's not, you know, the perfect time or it's, you've got something better coming. Like the universe is going, oh my God, like, trust me, just hold on. And that's like, if I look back at any other scenario where I really wanted to manifest something and it didn't work out how I thought it would, now looking back, I'm like, oh wow, it worked out better than I thought. And it's about in that moment, surrendering and trusting and going, I don't have the knowledge of seeing the future. I don't have the knowledge of seeing the bigger picture. So I need to trust that, you know, universe, source, angels, God, whatever you want to say, knows what is best for me is, you know, fully has my back. So whatever happened is meant to happen. You know, I've locked into you know, the why, the vibe, I've done the aligned steps. Now what I've got to do next is surrender. I seriously love, I could hear you literally talk about this stuff all day, which is exactly why I wanted you on this episode. (laughs) No, I love it. But I really want to touch on when you were saying you've done a lot of work around, you know, your money mindset and being, you know, if someone walked up to you with that money, you could literally accept it. When you talk about that work, what does that actually look like and entail? Money mindset is huge for a lot of people. So money mindset, it's going to totally depend on how you see money and honestly what you grew up, what your parents believe. So for example, you know, like there's typical thing, even talking about money can be so taboo and people, you know, don't like discussing it. And it's so, for example, growing up, I remember growing up hearing stuff like, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and, you know, people with lots of money are greedy. You know, money is the root of evil. I grew up from a Jehovah's Witness background where 
it wasn't about wealth and whatnot. So it really depends on what you associate with that thing. And like I said, like even though we're talking about money, this could literally be anything. This could be how what you associate with romantic relationships, with friendships, you know, anything like that. But let's, yeah, let's just stick to money. So it depends what your belief is around money and then you have to change that. So for example, my money story back in the day was money is good and, you know, we want money, we want to get money. Um, You can get money, but you have to work extremely hard. And that comes from my parents grew up extremely poor, like, you know, poverty line. And they were from England. They moved over to Australia with nothing. My grandparents both worked in factories and yeah, just came from, you know, a poor background. My parents started their own plumbing business and built it up from the ground up, got no help, but were quite successful. And, you know, they could, we weren't like growing up. I didn't feel like, you know, we are rich or anything like that, but we weren't you know, we were, we were fine. We were comfortable, but my parents, you know, got to the point where they could retire early. So we definitely, I knew abundance was available, but it came with my parents working so hard. Like I remember waking up early on a Sunday morning, like literally maybe like 5am as children do on a Sunday, going to watch TV and dad was in the office doing paperwork because he couldn't sleep. He was so stressed out from his job and working so hard. So I was like, oh, okay, you can, you know, create abundance, you can create money, but it's really hard to get. And also um, my parents are kind of tart, tart asses and like they're very, you know, frugal and like it's because they grew up the way they did. But I remember, you know, our treat on a Sunday was going to McDonald's and getting like a 30 cent ice cream. And that was like a big thing for us. And I remember if we like got takeout, I would have to like share with one of my brothers or, you know, stuff like that. And it's like we, you know, we got stuff in our life, but it was extremely frugal. And I remember, you know, mum saying stuff like only shop in the sales section and even if I didn't even like like the thing if it was cheap you would buy it and so different stuff like that I grew up with these money stories of yeah you can get money but it's hard to come by you have to work really hard and then once you have it you have to hold on to it tight which is a lack mentality so I had to do a lot of inner work a lot of creating new stories around money so my new money stories are I can actually like, for example, my story that I'm working on this year is I'm going to be working like the less than I ever have and financially will be gaining the most money I ever, you know, does that mean like working less, earning more? And that's a huge swap for me because it's not something I used to believe in, but I'm putting in this new belief of, oh no, I can actually take a step back in my business, work less, and I can be more abundant than ever. And that's even like recently we have done some holidays that cost, you know, like we were what it costs per night, I never thought I would pay in a million years, but I'm leaning into this new story of like money is just energy. I can let it go and know that it's going to come back around. I don't have to hold on to money tightly when it's lack mentality. I know that if I spend money, it's going to come back to me tenfold. And so that's when, you know, going this holiday, it was a huge new step for me because I was like, you know, this is a huge 
amount of money that I wouldn't usually pay, but that's why I did it. Cause I was like, no, this is the new me. And that's, you know, that's the person I want to be. That's what I want to step into. So yeah, it's honestly, it's like, a, it's not complicated, but it's so different for every person. And it's really about being self-aware. So any, you know, limiting beliefs, it's about being self-aware enough where you're like, well, just, you know, to touch on limiting beliefs, a limiting belief is a belief that you take as fact, but it's not actually correct. So like the belief that, you know, anyone who has a lot of money is greedy. Well, that's not true. Look at Oprah. So anytime that you have a belief around anything, you need to disarm it and um, choose a new belief. And there's always like a belief is not actual reality. It's just something that we've picked up along the way and we've gone, okay, we're going to believe this, but we can always change them. We'll be right back after this healthy break. Are you looking for a healthy non-dairy milk alternative that's made the right way? then look no further than Pure Harvest. I stopped using ordinary milks many years ago and started using the delicious nut milks from Pure Harvest for my coffees, smoothies and soups. Since day one, I've chosen Pure Harvest as they are free from preservatives and added sugars and only contain the best and cleanest ingredients. Well, now I'm so excited to let you know that Pure Harvest have extended their range of non-dairy milk with the launch of No Ordinary Milk, which contain three new non-dairy flavours, Nut Bliss, Lush Almond and Creamy Cashew. You'll never have to worry about having ordinary milk again. With no added sugars, preservatives or flavours, Pure Harvest range of No Ordinary Milks use whole organic ingredients to make beverages that taste great and most importantly, make you feel good. Pure Harvest new range of Nom Nut Milks are now available at selected leading independent supermarkets and health food stores Australia-wide. Oh, that is seriously so powerful and so funny the amount of limiting beliefs or stories that we do tell ourselves that we're just so unaware of and they become the biggest barriers or blocks, you know, for what we're actually trying to call in. When it actually comes to your goals, how do you strategically align your goals with the desires that you're calling in or the desires that are on your heart? Yeah, well, actually, this really plays into, you know, the theme of what this podcast is a part of. And this is an exercise that I get my Rise and Conquer project gals to do. But whenever I'm creating a goal, I step into the next version of myself and I create the goal from there. Right. And this is like, it's almost this concept is called quantum leaping, where you can step into your next self and make the goal from there. So you're almost like, yeah, you're leaping bounds rather than just like taking one step, taking one step. At the start of the year, I did this, you know, full meditation where I was like, where do I see myself at the end of this year? What does she feel like? You know, what does she look like? How is she dressed? Is she feeling stressed? Is she, you know, busy? And I go through this whole visualization of my higher self and my next self of what I want to be, like the absolute like best next self. And it that often it's scary because you're like, fuck, she's very different to how I actually am. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, I've got work to do. But I try and especially like I try and make decisions from that person because if you guys, if you can envision it, if you can imagine it, 
that's the reality. And that's like my next version self, like no one else is going to be able to imagine that because it's me. And we can all imagine our next level self. So when I, you know, create these desires, when I look at them, when I, and when I goal set, like goal setting is manifestation. So it's just, I guess, a type A person way of doing it. But whenever I set goals and I look at, okay, what am I going to be manifesting? I really try and come from that next level self. And so, you know, like I said, you sit there, you think about, what would she be doing? What is her morning routine? How is she dressed? How does she show up in the day? How does she treat other people? How does she get treated? What are the boundaries? You know, is she just saying yes to everything and leaving no time for herself? Is she, you know, letting someone treat her different or all those sorts of things? I tap into that person and I make the goals from there. I think that is bloody awesome. And it's so what this whole series is about is really being able to tap into her and it was funny when you said like it's sometimes scary like trying to think of your next self and I think that's why I really wanted to do this series because at the end of last year almost felt like I was as far as I'd ever imagined my future self and she had got to this point in her life where I was like wow I'm her like I'm literally living her dreams and desires but I couldn't move past who my next self was. And so I've really had to do a lot of work the last few months around really embodying, you know, who it is I want to be and how I want to be showing up in the world. And it's a shitload of work, you know, like Mm. you said, it it can be scary and it, it, it really is. And to try and To think like right now, I personally feel so, so far from who she is and like she's who I see by the end of the year slash starting next year off. And I'm like, we're already three months into the year. Like, and I feel so far from her. (laughs) But um, I think that's where this work is so important and you just need to keep doing it. Like it's, it's a work in progress all the time. Yeah. And also Mads, it's like, I'm just a huge person of if you're not doing this work, if you're like, because I guarantee there's people listening who have never done this exercise, who have no idea what their next self looks like, even if it's scary, even if it's like, holy shit, I'm nothing like that person. What's really amazing about this is you're training your brain that that's what I'm looking for. That's my next step. And like I said, it's all about being clear because And manifestation really works in this way where stuff pops up, you meet certain people and you're like, wow, it's like, it's almost, you know, you get goosebumps and you're like, wow, that's actually super crazy. Like when I look back at anything, like even with me and Mads and our events, like how we met. And I remember I was even going to cancel the podcast because I wasn't feeling very well, but I had this intuition feeling of like, no, push through Georgia. Like you really need to do this podcast. And just, I don't know, different stuff like that is, it's just so huge when you're clear on that next level person, even if it feels so far away, is that's how you're going to become that person because Mm. yeah, the universe will start making the path clear. Your brain will pick up more things. And also what I love about a meditation where you can tap into that person is it's like super peaceful and it's super like, I don't know, it's just like a really, it's a really nice practice to do because like I said, if you can imagine it, you can do it. And that's the whole thing about manifestation. Know that if you can believe it, if you can imagine it, that could be a reality for you. So it's like, 
Don't ever think like that's not possible because the fact that you're seeing it means it can happen. And I think it almost just keeps reinstilling that faith because that, you know, the journey at times is really hard. Like I feel right now, like I'm just in the trenches of doing the work. Like I'm just trying to get myself to that next best self. But by doing those meditations and tapping into those feelings and visualizing, you know, your next self, it gives you so much faith that it is coming and that it is closer. And so it kind of keeps you energized on that journey to keep Mm. going and to keep working through the process. Yeah. And also what is really good about, I'm a huge person, like you can't just want to manifest something, sit in the vibe one time and then think it's coming. Like, fuck guys, you need to repeat this every single morning. You need to be journaling. You need to be meditating. You need to be putting in the work. But what's also a really beautiful thing is when you're doing this practice of sitting in that person, guarantee the first time you do it, you'll be, like I said, like scared and uncomfortable as fuck. But as you continue to do it, you get more comfortable with her and you get Mm. more like, no, this is me. This is my Mm. right path. Like I deserve to step into this person. And that's like, that's the real beautiful thing. It's like anything you do, the first time you're doing it, it's going to feel uncomfortable and, you know, not necessarily right. But it's like, keep going, guys. And that's, that's kind of, you know, the beauty of getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's funny you say that because at the moment, like I'm, you know, we're in the middle of doing our house and stuff and a huge piece of the pie for me is having a creative space to work. And it's so funny when I used to try to visualize that, like it was a bit foggy and I couldn't properly like get my head there. And now it's like, as soon as I close my eyes to meditation, it's like, I literally feel like I'm in that space. Like there's, and it just comes to me so automatically. And, but you know, that's taken, literally I've been doing that since, well, for months and months now, like, so I just, yeah, you've got to keep doing that work. Um, I'd love to finish this chat though, with finding out your three top reads or must reads that have been the game changers for you when it does come to manifestation and calling in your desires. Definitely the book that I absolutely love that helps have really helped me with the surrender part of manifestation is The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein, which I know you love Mads. That was really good. A book that really helped with my money mindset and my limiting beliefs around that was You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. And then I also read this book recently that is more about the limiting belief side of things. And it's by Kara. I think she's changed her last name because she left. She's not with her husband anymore, but I will, Kara Arwill, and it's called Girl on Fire. And she it's just like this really cool book where she chats about all the limiting beliefs that as women we tend to, you know, put on ourselves. And, you know, she's really like talked about the concepts of, you know, crowning yourself, not waiting for other people's approval and stuff like that, which I think has been really cool in regards to, you know, you know, stepping into your power and really kind of feeling into your next level self which might be helpful I guess with the whole manifestation 
I really love the formula that I teach in my course. So I don't actually listen to a lot of outside sources with that because I'm just such a huge believer that you really need to like, you know, make it yourself. And that's obviously that's, you know, worked for me for the last couple of years and what I teach and, you know, what my students have really got success out of too. So the exact formula I do is like in my course, it's not really in another book. I'd love to make a book myself sometime. <laughs> Just put that on the I list. Have, <laughs> I seriously have no doubt in my mind that that will be one of your oh. next projects, girlfriend. Seriously, I'm just like waiting for the phone call when you're like, I'm doing a book. <laughs> um, not, yeah, not anytime soon. I think that's such a key piece and I know, you know, you and I chatted about it when we did a potty together for your podcast was around like really owning this as your own instead of like take what you want from people, take what you want from books, from podcasts, but do what feels right for you because that's then how you're going to get into that that vibrational match as well of feeling good when you are doing this work is because it feels good and it feels aligned to you. There's no point in doing something that you're just sitting there going, oh my God, this feels so weird. Oh, what's the time? Like, you know, wanting to check your phone, you need to do what feels really good for you. And that's when the magic really starts to happen. A hundred percent. And that's even like, I was talking to someone in our Rise and Conquer Project Facebook group and they were like, you know, they're asking me questions, you know, should I meditate or journal first? And I'm like, what feels good for you? Like, I don't know. I, I do it a certain way, but that doesn't mean you're going to do it. And then someone else, I was kind of explaining like, you know, these practices and things we talk about, it shouldn't be like a list that you tick off. Like, it's like, yep, done my meditation. Yep. Done my journaling. It's like, no, you need to embody these practices. You need to be, you know, you need to put in the work, but you need to actually do it in a way where your heart and mind is really in this practice rather than just doing it because someone told you to do it. And don't get me wrong. Like when I first started in personal development, I was just doing a whole bunch of random shit following, you know, to the T of how people did it, but you've eventually learned And that's even like now, like even big decisions or anything I do in business, I literally like Mel will ask me something and I literally will sit there and I'll put my hand to my heart and I'm like, what feels good for me? Like, I don't fucking care what Sally's doing over the road or, you know, what another supplement company is doing or the newest trend or anything like that. It's like, I literally sit there and because I'm a big believer that everything that we need is already inside us. So it's kind of like... I already know what I meant to do. I just need a quiet enough to tap into this. And so all those practices that we're chatting about and really, you know, gauging what works for you, it's not going to be, you know, exactly what's in the book. Even I say this with my course, I said, you know, the concepts that feel good to you, that feel right, take them. The ones that don't, don't do them. Like you don't have to believe in them. You don't have to do that. It's all about tapping into your intuition. That's just honestly the biggest factor. Oh, seriously. I could talk to you all day long, um, but this is meant to be a short <laughs> you know, and tough episode. And we're, already, we're already clocked over 30 minutes. But for anyone that um, does want to sign up to the waitlist for your course, I'll put some links in the show notes. But Georgie, thank you so much for joining me. Always adore our chats and I know everyone's (laughs) going to love this episode. So thank you. No, I really appreciate you having me on the show. And you know, I bloody love to chat manifestation and all those things. So anytime. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, 
please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.